This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. winning weekend i know i know i'm very excited to talk gambling also raise your hand if you went eight and five last week right yeah, me right i did yes i don't have a calculator but i know that's at least 88 percent, and i have no intention of slowing down we have a fun show for you today in a few minutes i'm going to call out an entire fledgling position group somehow it's not quarterback very funny comedian my pal paul verzi is going to help me go through all the week 10 games he joins me in the handicapper hot seat and ricky williams yeah that ricky williams he's here too he and i are going to talk heisman favorites and i'm hoping not to get a contact high over zoom but first we are contractually obligated to recap that instant classic all right maybe not instant maybe not classic between the chicago bears and carolina panthers in a segment that never takes a bye week it's cover four All right, so the Bears beat the Panthers 16-13. The game basically ended, well, it never really started, but it ended when on 4th and 10, Carolina attempted a 59-yard field goal and, of course, missed because it's too long and because they're the Panthers. A 59-yard field goal on the road in 39-degree weather. That's how little you believe in your franchise quarterback? Way to go, Frank Reich. Well, look, on the flip side, at 1-8, at least the Panthers now have a chance to get the number one pick. Oops! Coming too. The only thing worse than last night's game were those Bears uniforms. Look at these. Did I miss the memo? Is November Traffic Cone Awareness Month? Either that or Chicago's locker room fell victim to a Cheeto dust explosion. But I think I know what actually happened. Some marketing person knew the Bears would be a tough watch and said, hey, let's put them in bright orange jerseys with a C on the helmet and maybe people will think they're the Bengals. Except then they started playing and instead of Joe Burrow, we got Joe Churro. Congrats, Bears. You made money. You tricked some rich kids into putting this crap on their Amazon wish list. But as far as I'm concerned, orange is the new black. Cover three. All right, let's talk about the real MVP of that Bears-Panthers game, Al Michaels. He got through that mess of a game like a champ. Poor Al is 78 years old, but at least he was when that game started. And what a snooze fest. Even Kirk Herbstreit was looking to change the channel. Or maybe that device shocks Al when he dozes off. Who knows? The point is, we cannot keep making this national treasure sit through these Thursday night travesties. Al deserves better. He at least deserves a bye week. Hasn't he accrued enough sick days by now? Ridiculous. His talent agent should have to watch last night's game on a loop until the next actor strike. Anyway, kudos to you, Al Michaels. What you displayed last night showed the dedication and leadership this country needs. It's a pity you're too young to run for president. Number four. You know, anytime I'm watching the Bears play, I can't help but think of the Super Bowl shuffle. You know the legendarily terrible song and corresponding dance performed by the 86 champs? Here's the crazy part. I say it was terrible, but that choreographed nonsense was nominated for a Grammy Award. There it is, best R&B performance by a duo or group. 
They lost to Prince, which was only one of two losses they had all season. The Miami Dolphins and the High Priest of Pop. That's all of the L's. But here's the deal. The 86 Bears were a great team. They didn't need a song. They'll be remembered for crushing the Pats in the Super Bowl. No reason to turn Jim McMahon into Jim McMacarena. Pretty good for a punky QB, but the point is, there is no point to this. When you think about it, it's the bad teams that should be recording songs. They're the ones who need to be inspired. Inject some life into your squad with a catchy tune. Who wouldn't want to see the Panthers' pasa doble? That's got Mambo number 5 and 12 written all over it, at best. The way I see it, if you're not winning a Lombardi, you might as well go for the Grammy. You're on the clock, Arizona Cardinals, and I'll tell you what, I'll even get you started with the idea. Call it the first pick prance. Take it away, fake Kyler Murray. Watching our games has made our fans sick. Wait till April when we get the first pick. Yikes. William Perry is rolling over in his refrigerator right now. All right, that does it for cover four. It's now time for my comedic and irrationally angry weekly attempt to make rational sense of a somewhat irrational bet. It's Wager Radio. All right, let's talk about that Texans-Bucks matchup from last week. That game had more shenanigans than Carrot Top's prop trailer. Let me take you through all the hijinks. Early in the game, after hitting a 50-yard field goal and kicking off, Texans place kicker Kaimi Fairbairn left the game with a quadriceps injury. So in the second half, the Texans were left without a kicker. You know, just the position that generates almost all the points outside a touchdown. No biggie. So on their first couple of second-half touchdowns without a kicker, the Texans went for the two-point conversion and failed both times. But with the score tied at 30 in the fourth quarter, Houston was finally forced to try a field goal. That's when reserve running back Dare Agumbawale came in and connected on a 29-yarder. How Dare anyone say running backs don't have value? Anyway, the Texans later took the lead again with six seconds left and once again went for two but didn't even attempt it. They took a knee to avoid a run back. It's all very confusing. But the only thing you need to know is Houston won 39-37, which meant the Bucks covered by a half a point and only because for most of the game there was no trustworthy backup leg on the Texans' side. And this kicking conundrum got me thinking, why isn't the punter the backup place kicker? Always, for every team. You would think the only other player who earns their salary using their foot would be the one to, yes, pun intended, step up. No, instead it was the backup running back who had to seal the deal. This is like if you're on a flight and one of the passengers passes out and then the flight attendant announces, we have an emergency, is there a doctor on the plane? The orthopedic surgeon sitting next to you bravely stands up and says, uh, I'm sorry, I only do feet, but there's a cashier from Chipotle sitting in 37B who's really excited about ministering CPR. Let's just let him do it. Can we please think about this for a second? Texans punter Cameron Johnston earns $2.66 million a year. That's almost enough to sit front row at a Taylor Swift concert. The least he could do is make himself available to kick extra points in an emergency. He earns his living kicking a football. Also, what else are punters doing? It seems like the trend in the NFL is for everyone to go for it now on 4th and 12 or less. The punter is completely expendable. They are the blockbuster video of NFL players. In fact, when you think about it, punters should not only be the backup place kickers with nothing else to do, they should be providing other game day services to help pass time. Jump in the mascot costume, babysit the other players' kids, punt bags of peanuts to fans in the upper deck, do anything. Bottom line is, I, as a big fat fan sitting on my couch yelling at the TV, shouldn't break more of a sweat than anyone on the 53-man roster. All right, that's the rager. Now here's the wager. Look, I have to acknowledge there are some punters who actually put in the work. Take Jamie Gillen for the Giants. He leads the league with 50 punts. Not bad for someone who, just this summer, was a roadie for Metallica. I'm predicting a busy Sunday for Jamie and betting the Giants under 10.5 team points against my beloved jackhole Dallas Cowboys this week. They've already hit that under five times this year. Here's hoping Jamie sees the field a dozen times this weekend and not to kick field goals. Yes, he may look like a Viking, but trust me, Jamie Gillen is a giant in the punting game. Hey! We've got a good one for you today. Later in the show, former running back great Ricky Williams will be joining us. I'm going to try hard not to harsh his mellow. And 
When we come back, a dedicated Giants fan who seriously considered naming his firstborn after Eli Manning. It's never too late. Comedian Paul Bersey will help me break down all the Week 10 NFL games when Cousin Sal's winning weekend returns. Stick around. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. Welcome back to Cousin Sal's Winning Weekend. My guest today, not only great at picking games, you know, he would be one of my top picks in a comedian fantasy draft. Can we do that already? We really should. The first person on the show to appear in the Handicapper Hot Seat and also have their own Netflix special. It's called Nocturnal Admissions, which you should all watch. Please do it. Paul Verzi, what's happening, pal? Dude, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. You know how I feel about football and picking games and uh, who better to do it than with you let's go who better than you I mean you were bragging I have to think that this is accurate you won the last two years you beat the book you're winning this year yeah but I'm a psycho I don't go just on the team I go by patterns I look at patterns I look at weird things but usually it's working for me the last few years so you but you bet on past patterns interesting I've never seen oh no just regular patterns you're saying I got you. All yeah, right. patterns that like teams have like certain nights to win, when they play. I look at everything like that. You have to. You have to. And you have a successful uh, podcast with Bill Burr, right? Anything better? Who's uh, anything better? Who is actually better? You or Bill picking these games this year? Um, right now, I think he's like right around 500. I'm about four and a half games above. So it's still early. But uh, yeah, we pick four games against the uh, against the spread every week, and uh, it's going good. I turned it around, dude. I was down four games, but then I turned it around. Good. Never give up. That's what I tell everybody. It doesn't I matter did. what your situation is. All right. All right. We're gonna we're gonna put you a little to the test here. Not four yep. games, but I believe fourteen. We'll break it up in two different spots here. Let's start in Germany in Frankfurt. Actually, I looked it up. It actually is in Germany, Indianapolis at New England. Technically at New England. Um, this used to be a rivalry, Paul, right? Deflate gate, whether it was Manning or Luck against Brady, not so much. Um, teams going in the same direction, but it's not uh, actually north of the 500 line here. I'm going to take the Colts minus one and a half. The Colts defense had been pretty bad and then got some relief against the Panthers. Michael Pittman emerging as a really nice receiving option there. Colts moving the ball. Mac Jones, on the other hand, nine interceptions, not great. This team has fallen apart. Patriots 2-11 against the spread in their last 13. Let me tell you something, Paul. I picked the Colts score exactly right last week, 27-13. So you might want to just back off. Where do you want to go against me? Whatever you want to do here. Listen, I got to – I can't – what did what did uh, Mara say about Eli back in the day? I don't want to write the eulogy of Bill Belichick just yet. I, I'm going to take the Patriots in Germany getting a point and a half. I think a lot of people are taking the Colts. I also think that the rumblings and the disrespect that Belichick is getting, I don't think Bobby Kraft is going to do him like that because of what he's done. I think that they're going to go in there focused. But I, can I say this real quick? I saw him on the ring. Did you see that video? He did the, oh, walk, yeah. of shame. He did the walk of shame on the ring with no <laughs> shirt. It, it actually made me want to change my bet because he might have just phoned it in. It might be done. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with them for one last go in Germany. Uh, I think this is it for them, so we'll see. I'm going to take them one and a half. I think they get it done. 
It made me feel good about walking around the house without a shirt. Yeah, for sure. All right, I'm going to give a score 24-19. But, Paul, here's the interesting thing. You said there's disrespect with Belichick. There are there's some clamoring that this could be it for him. It's very strange. Three weeks ago, we found out he signed an extension before the season, a big extension. I feel like that's the kiss of death. As soon as you hear a coach sign an extension, it's like, oh, that's it. He's on his way out the door. I agree, and I think that I think that he sees in Mac Jones is not the guy. I hate to say that. I think Belichick knows, and I don't see them being an organization that'll tank to get a draft pick. It could be it, man, unless they change it. Unless they change it around. Um, if I'm being honest, I would have changed my pick after seeing the no shirt. But I'm gonna st- I gotta stick. With it. <laughs> you got to stay I gotta with, stick it. with it. We yeah. already made the graphic. I'm sorry. All right, listen. There is a chance he stays back there in Frankfurt and uh, opens a Wiener Schnitzel franchise or something. But San Francisco three point favorite at Jacksonville. This is a good game. I hope it's a good game. I thought Baltimore Seattle would be a good game, and it was crap from the beginning. But this started at two and a half. It went to three forty five and a half. Is the over under? Um, yeah, like I said, a bunch of disappointments in the 1 o'clock slate last week. What Life is full of disappointments. You should mention that as a stand-up. It's a ripe uh, area for comedy. I'm going to take the 49ers, laying the three. Both teams off a bye week. I think the bye is going to help San Francisco more. They were pretty banged up. You could throw against the Jags, as good as they are. Only two losses, but 30 in the league versus the pass. Good for Brock Purdy. Meanwhile, 49ers top five against the run. I think it spells a long day for Travis at the end. Fourth in defensive scoring, the 49ers are overall. I think they get back on track 22-16. You're going against me again, Paul. I like the Jags in this game. I think that teams are seeing something in Brock Purdy. I think when you get to him, he makes mistakes. The guy's only had, what, 10, 11 starts as an NFL NFL starter and losing, what, three in a row? Mm -hmm. Three in a row they lost. I know they had the bye week and they got rested, but so do the Jags. I think the Jags are going to see... What has been working to make Brock Purdy rush? I've seen him make some bad throws, rush the ball. He had that Daniel Jones look in his eye uh, (laughs) the last time I saw him get rushed, and I know that look all too well, and it's not good. I think the Jags are just a team that's really on the up and up, and I don't know who the 49ers are anymore, so that's why I'm going to take them plus the three. All right, listen, if you love the Jags so much, check out their futures. Like I said, they only have two losses. There's a good shot. They would, especially if they win this game, take the number one seed in the AFC. You can get that around 7-1 to or plus 750. Remember, Tennessee did that in this junk division two years ago. So uh, moving on, New Orleans at Minnesota. The Saints now up to three, climbed up to three. 40 and a half is the over under. I bet this Minnesota team all over the place before the year, Paul. I bet them to make the playoffs. I bet them to win the NFC North. That ain't happening. But a couple weeks ago, you could have gotten them a plus 225. Now I think it's like even for them to make the playoffs because Josh Dobbs is there and I am betting on him. Not fully guaranteed backing him. I'm taking him in a teaser plus nine and under 46 and a half. Uh, Saints game seven and two to the under. Seven of their nine games have gone under. They're good, but they're really tough to watch on offense. A lot of short stuff, Kamara out of the backfield. They bring in Taysom Hill on third and short. Lots of long drives that result in three or nothing. They might still win, but I see it close and lowest scoring, 24-17, 21-17, somewhere in that range. You like the Saints, minus the three. I love your pick, though, with the tees. I love the nine points because I don't think that that, I don't think it's going to be more than that. Um but listen, when Dobbs went in and said, he goes, I was just throwing out there. I never even knew these guys. It was kind of like a backyard <laughs> game to him. Then he goes, oh, don't worry. I'll look at the book this week. When he said that, I'm like, he's done. He's done this week. He's going he's gonna to try to study that book and figure something out. I think Dobbs throws at least one pick. I think the Saints are going to come in there. I think that uh, the story of Minnesota is going is, is, is to be done now. It was a nice story for the first week with Dobbs. I don't think it continues. I think uh, uh, Carr and them go in there and get the game, and I like them to win it by. It's under. If it wasn't under, if it was three and a half, I wouldn't take it. Two and a half, I'm going to take it. All right. Well, it's up to it's hovering around two and a half, oh, three. three. So, yeah, three. do your thing. That's I'll all take right. It. Yeah. yeah, so, no, I mean, the thing with Dobbs is, I mean, you hit it on the head. If you had the game of your life and you hadn't even, you didn't even know anybody's name, I'd be like, yeah, it's nice you guys are all coming up to me afterwards, but I still don't want to know you. I think it's bad luck. Let's let's uh, be strangers for a while. Who cares? Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, it's like, I remember one time I was running late to do a show at the Boston, the TD Garden where the Celtics play, mm-hmm. and they were like, are you going to make it? Are you going to make it? And I, I swear to God, so I ran in the arena and they announced my name and I had one of the sets of my life. But if I would have thought 
Who knows how it would have went? So that's what Dobbs <laughs> is going to do this week. That's my guess. Is that your go-to now? Do you make it, you cut it last week? You do this for everything, for like catching flights and everything? That, that'd be something. I show up to flights 10 minutes before they board. I show up to gigs <laughs> 15 minutes before I go on stage. I don't need to see people. I don't need to be in the green room. I just like to do my thing and get home to my kids. I like that. I like that. You're a, you're a people's person or whatever the opposite is. All right, Tampa Bay, one and a half point favorite. They're home against Tennessee. Uh, this is a rough one. This is, we call this in the tic-tac zone because it's one and a half tic-tacs famously, uh, you know, for our oldest folks um, have one and a half calories. A lot of lines have been falling in this one and a half range. I'm going to take the underdog Titans here plus the point and a half. Will Levis has been impressive. He looks like a quarterback. Uh, basically any rookie that doesn't fall on his face uh, intentionally grounding the ball, every spike is impressive, but um, that's how bad it is out there. But Levis should do well. Tampa Bay 31st against the pass. They allow 280 yards per game. I feel like the offense is clicking for Tennessee. They played well against that Pittsburgh defense. Lost of, lots of rest advantage. They have a coaching matchup favored uh, here. These South interconference games are tough, but I'm not backing Baker. Titans take it 27-20. Going against me again. This is going to be interesting. Uh, look, this to me is kind of like a pick em, except this is one of those things where I go with a pattern or something I see. And mm. with this situation, it was Baker Mayfield's face. Did you see his face when they showed his face on the bench with that look of absolute shock, disgust, couldn't believe what was happening? I would not take the Bucks if they were not in Tampa for this game. But when I saw the look on his face and I know they're home and the line is this low, I think they pull out a late field goal to win this thing in the very end. I think it'll be a good game. And I think even the Buccaneers can be losing the game, you know, around six-ish points towards, you know, the fourth quarter. And then I think they pull it out. I love your style here. You like you, you dig in more of the facial reactions and the cutaways on the sideline than actually like a, a against the spread trends and stuff like that. But yes. it wins for you. Yeah. Here's the thing too. When an NFL team loses, they're weak in the facility as hell. They got mm -hmm. coaches calling them out. They're freezing the film. They're saying, who was that? They're calling guys out like in high school when you were talking during them, all of those things. And they feel stupid, embarrassed. They, they want to get away from the feeling, but it was Baker Mayfield's face that mm. is doing this for me. All right. Speaking of stupid and embarrassed, Deshaun Watson comes to town, Baltimore, six and a half point favorite, 38 and a half is the over under. This is a tough one for me because I did pick Cleveland to win the division, but I feel like we may have gotten some bad intel from that Cleveland Arizona game. The Cardinals are just so, so piss poor, really, really bad. Deshaun Watson looked good, but I feel like he knew what he was doing. Circled that game on the calendar. He's like, this is when I'll get healthy and uh, everyone will deal with it. I am, all that said, taking the Browns plus six. I know the Ravens have been red hot, but the Browns, best running game versus the sixth best rush defense. And the Ravens have a new stud running back, Keaton Mitchell. I don't know. The Browns, third best rushing in football. Ravens, six. So it really is. It, it could be just a bang, you know, January type game in November. I like Jerome Ford in the backfield. I'm going to take the plus six with such a low over-under. I've been told the low over-unders, and if you can get six or more, and the over-under is 38 and a half, just do that. And also, Paul, I think we're entering Justin Tucker's season. I feel like everything's going to come down to a field goal. 19-16, teasing the Browns, though, is probably the way to go. I think you got this right. I love how you I love how you just like say the score. So as a matter of fact, <laughs> it's the best. Um, yeah, I got I, it right once. And that's all that matters, right? I'm off 16 once times. Once you do it I'm, once, you're going to ride that for at least two, that's three. That's exactly right. Yes. Um, I like the Cleveland. They're in every game. The defense, the defense makes plays. And I definitely love the tease. I'm going to tease them. Um, I'm not going to say who I'm teasing them with now, right? That's okay. Not... Yeah, you can. It's all right. Oh, okay. uh, look, uh, look, look at it. They blew it for you. It's right there. The Raiders. That's fine. We'll get to that game. But 12 and yeah. a half is nice for this double yeah. digits. 12 and a half for the Browns, man. I, I really think that they're going to be in that game a lot closer than that. So I feel safe with those points. And, uh, I obviously like the new, the, the, the new look, uh, Raiders with uh, Antonio Pierce. There you go. All right. We're going to get to that one. Now, this is a good one. No one, I think, thought this was going to be good. It's the Bengals home laying six and a half to the Houston, Texas Texans. I like both teams. It's such a weird game, and I'm going the under here. And you would think after C.J. Stroud's performance, like, what kind of idiot will bet the under? Well, it's me. I'm the idiot. I know he set records, and then you got healthy Joe Burrow beating everyone. They've won four in a row, five out of the last six. Uh, Chase didn't practice much this week. Higgins didn't practice. 
Lou Anarumo has an answer for Stroud, I think, who, don't forget, had a not-so-great start against the Panthers just a week before. Couldn't put up any points. 26-16 final. I think you have the right side, though, Paul. It's really tough to go against the Bengals. <laughs> I love it. Um, I'm taking it. I don't think the Bengals are going to lose until they have to sit starters. I think Joe Bur- I think they go on a – I think they're just going to go on a run. I see. I think it's their time. You know, the thing about Burrow is another guy, when you see him, he's so cool. and cal- When he was losing those games because of his calf injury, you could see, again, I don't mean to keep going back to the face, but when you look at the concern, you look at the concern, he's looking at the clock, he's like, can we kind of stay in this game? I'm hurt, things aren't good, I can't go off the back leg. Now he's got that look that Brady had. He just has that. He's locked in. They're, they're a good team. Their defensive line, I think, is underrated. Um, I think the Bengals win this game. I'll be honest. I think they win it handily. Really? I feel like you in a past life were like a facial recognition expert at LaGuardia airport or something. You love looking at the faces. Yeah. If I was like a detective and I brought a guy into the interrogation room, I'd look (laughs) at his face and I would be like, book this guy. This guy did it. (laughs) We're we're betting on a booking here. All right. (laughs) By the way, I I love the Bengals too. I love them to go far in the playoffs at plus 750 on Fandle to win the AFC. I think that's a good bet. I think they'd make it to late January at yeah, least. Uh, Pittsburgh, three-point favorite, 37.5 versus Green Bay. Bad offensive game. Let's face it. There's, there's not going to be a lot of points. Not a lot of explosive players on either side. Packers have scored 20 or fewer in six straight games. Um, listen, I have one bet to make with the Steelers all year long. It's the Steelers' opponent to win the first half and the Steelers to win the game. And I can get seven to one on that. Now I've done that three times. Well, I've done it every week. It's hit three times, Paul. It's up like 22 units already. It hit against the Ravens. It hit against the Rams. And then it hit again last week. What was it? Against the Titans on Thursday night. So they're a sickening, stupid, ridiculous team, at least offensively. They're five and three. And they've been outgained yardage-wise in all eight games. So that's what I'm doing. I'm going Packers to win the first half. And the Steelers to win the game, I get seven to one. And if it doesn't hit, Paul, I just keep pounding it. I may a little lose, you know, I may lose lose a little, but it's going to win like twice more. And at those odds, that's probably what it'll be the rest of the year. Trust me I on love that. that. You like to uh, yeah. I love that. Um, it reminds me of one of the funniest things somebody that was like a lifelong gambler said to me when I was a caddy at a golf club. He goes. <laughs> You guys want the lock of the year? I swear to God, that's the funniest thing I've ever heard. He goes, come here, come here. He called the caddies. He goes, you want the lock of the year? He goes, this is the lock of the year. By the way, it was like November, December. He goes, lock of the year. He goes, Phoenix Suns first quarter. And he was divorced like three times. It was the funniest (laughs) thing ever. Uh, Lock of the year, Phoenix Suns first quarter. It's like the the first four games of the season. Um, I'm going to take the Pittsburgh Steelers only because – they're, they're at home, and usually when the Steelers are at home with the spread like this, it's usually they keep it close. Mike Tomlin, he just doesn't really lose a lot of home games. Mm-hmm. I, I just – that's really – but I agree with you. This is like watching like – this is like your choice of two bad movies. You're like, I don't – you know, it's like I don't know what to do here, but it, it's – I think because of their home, and it is three. If it was 3.5, I don't know. These are not fun teams to watch. No. They're great quarterbacks to watch. So I'm just going to go with the um, better coach and home field advantage. That's really it. All right. Well, do me a favor. At some point, bet the first half, other team, second half game for the Steelers. You'll you'll thank me later. I I promise you won't get divorced three times as a result of this bet. Uh, Paul, we're going to take a quick break. Coming up, we're going to break down the rest of the NFL slate. The Jets are back on in prime time. Yuck. And a clip from Paul's stand-up special, Nocturnal Admissions. All that and more next on Cousin Sal's Winning Weekend. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Trying to lose weight, man. I still donate 20 a month to Planet Fitness. Yo, Planet Fitness is like the hospice of gyms. Everybody knows it's going to end bad. They just want to make you as comfortable as possible. 
you know a gym is shitty when it's that cheap? You ever go in there? It's like a drug deal to get a membership. <laughs> like, yo, come here, let me talk to you for a second. Please. You got $7.50, man, I'll give you 10 years. My, my managers watch. All right, three, two, one. All right, welcome back to Cousin Sal's Winning Weekend. That was comedian Paul Verzi, and this is Paul Verzi. I'm with you, Paul. The gym is a gigantic racket, and uh, and by the way, it's never more of a racket than in January coming up. Boy, do they gouge you. They get people for like two weeks, and that's it, right? Dude, I just, I mean, how, how, I don't know how they're making them. Like, it's 10 bucks for like a year. They told me one time, they were like, if you give us 20 bucks, we'll add on another year. And I was just like, what are you, but I don't go. I don't go to the gym. <laughs> I, I bought it once. And um, this is actually true. I went there in October in 2016. And I, call, I this is not for a job. I'm dead serious. I went in October, 2016. And I called this year and they said, we've been taking 10 bucks from you for five years, for years. And I just, so I decided, really? yeah, yeah. They were taking money out of my account and I didn't know it for that many years. So my wife said, you better go and get $12,000 worth. <laughs> and you told her take the sons in the first quarter no 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 that's a whole different story yeah i i, I agree with you aside from like um like termite tenting i think gyms are the biggest racket going there really there really is such a money grab um all right another money grab this arizona cardinals team who so i don't know they somehow got up for my dallas cowboys and that was that they did not care about winning the rest of the way. They're home for Atlanta. Atlanta, only a one-and-a-half-point favorite. This is what we call a rat line. This thing stinks. Uh, I, 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 don't, I don't like it. You know, those rats dragging the pizza in New York City? This is one. This is like four of them put together, stacked on each other. Arizona, like I said, has lost six straight. And I am foolishly taking them, Paul, to score over 20-and-a-half points. I don't, I'm not proud of this bet. But I'm not also not proud of the Atlanta defense. In three of the last four, they've allowed 31, 28, and 24 to Josh Dobbs, Will Levis, and Sam Howell. So Kyle, Kyler Murray and James Conner should be ready to go. I'm going over 20 and a half. I don't know how it gets there. Maybe a defensive stupid touchdown or something. And by the way, Heineke on the other side, no great prize. So over 20 and a half, you're going safe play. I feel like Atlanta minus one and a half. Yeah, this was one of those where I was just like, look, it, it, the line is so low. A lot of these games this week, it's a low line other than, the, you know, obviously the Giants and, and a couple other ones. I just feel like the running game of, of Atlanta, um, that running back is unreal. He's, he's playing, right? He's not hurt, right? I, he's playing, but they don't play him. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah, but he's playing. Yeah, I think he should go. I think he should have a good game. I, I don't see Arizona really, not that they're not trying to win, but they, it just... I don't know if they're tanking. I don't know why the line is. It's one of those where I don't know why the line is this low. Yeah. I think that they should go in. I think maybe the change of quarterback, maybe Heineke, you know, coming back late into the league this year, maybe that's part of it. But yeah, like you said, I just took the safe bet. I took the Falcons because they're. I think they're all around a better team. Yeah, and you mentioned Bijan Robinson. He gets like he's in there. He, one week he's sick though, and he gets eight carries, and then week next week he's not sick, and he only gets eleven carries. I feel yeah. like. You know, they drafted him, obviously, in the first round. This is like buying a Lamborghini and putting it, yeah. like, in your great, great aunt's garage, uh, covering it up. No one gets to see it. You don't get to drive it. I don't know what's going on here. So that's, uh, that's what's going on with Atlanta, Arizona. Yeah, don't watch that one. Detroit at the Chargers. That should be a good one. And the line has flown all the way up to three. 48-and-a-half is the over-under. I think there's going to be over-under 12,000 Calvin Johnson jerseys at that game in uh, SoFi. By the way, Jared Goff. Still popular in SoFi, too. Chargers have played great defense back-to-back versus the Bears and the Jets, but it is the Bears and the Jets, so I don't know what to think. The Lions were off last week. Big rest advantage versus L.A., who played Monday. I am taking Detroit, even though it went up to three. I'll lay the points here, only because the Bolts haven't won three in a row in like a half a century. I looked it up. Detroit, on the other hand, 6-2 and two against the spread. Jameer Gibbs, 5.3 yards per carry. It's third in the league. Passing yards... Against Staley's team, dead last, dead last, the Chargers are. Big day for Goff coming back to SoFi, like I said, 30-21. to 21. Again, we're buttonheads here, Paul. This was a – I got to be honest, though. This was a real – this was a real tough one. Um, I, I could have went either way, but my – the deciding factor which changed it for me was Austin Eckler. He just rejuvenated – the the team and I think after he scored when I saw after he scored last week how the mm-hmm. defense kind of reacted 
Um, Keenan Allen is is playing at another level. Herbert, they kind of figured out the thing with his finger. They got to 500, so I think that they're going to go now. And, um, yeah, I, again, again, it's such a tough game. Lions are great. Chargers are coming on. The Chargers are at home. The the I'm just going to go with that. That It's one of those where it's like I'm not going to be shocked either way. I'm just going to take the points. Which way do you go? Chargers to make the playoffs on FanDuel. The yes is plus 132. You like it? Top seven team? Healthy, yeah. I like it. Yeah, yeah. It's just so weird to watch. Really, really strange team. All right. All right. Uh, wow. I mean, speaking of strange teams to watch, your guys, the Giants, We've gotten there, but we have to talk about it. The line yeah. went up while we were on this on the Zoom here. It's up to <laughs> 17 and a half. Um, I, I gave out the Giants under 10 and a half total points in my wager, Rager. It sounds crazy, but it's happened five times already this year. 17 and a half is a lot, Paul. But remember what happened the first game? The Cowboys won 40 to nothing. And oh, that was I, mean, I forget. Healthy... I was there. You were there. I was there. So that was accurate, that score, that, that everybody saw on TV. 40 to nothing? I I literally watched the season be done in a half. I watched. I, I I had the best day. I tailgated for five hours with comedians. We went in there. I was ready, and it was like we got shot in the back of the head early, and the oh, season no. was over. It was horrible. It was so bad. You went to the gym at halftime. That's how. That's how uh, much you couldn't take it. Uh, I, but really though, forty nothing with a ha- healthy Daniel Jones, and the crowd was pumped up. Uh, at least you were for a bit at MetLife, and now the spread is less than half that. You know, listen, I, I guess the Giants defense could step up and it could be like 24-10, but I don't think so. This is still a division game. I think the Cowboys will still be motivated coming off a loss. And you know what I say, Paul? Win 60 to nothing and then make it 100 to nothing total on the year. I'm taking Cowboys minus 17 and a half. Uh, this was another one of my teases. All right, I'm taking the Giants getting. So wait, it went up. So that means I'm getting how many now? You're getting uh, 93 and a half. No, you're getting 23 and a half. <laughs> Again, I'm starting the game. Listen, I'm starting an NFL game almost up 24 to nothing. <laughs> uh, Saquon Barkley will be on the field to run the ball and hopefully eat some clock. Look, I'm not going to lie. When your third string quarterback, and I'm Italian, so I mean no disrespect mm-hmm. to Italians because I'm Italian. Mm-hmm. But when your third string quarterback is named Tommy DeVito and he's got two gold sh- chains hanging out of the back of his neck and he looks like he's going to open up a sandwich shop at the Jersey shore. (laughs) I can't be too confident, but there is a lot of points, man. That's a lot of points. I think it could be one of those things where you guys are beating us by like 33 and we kind of get a backdoor cover at the end. Cause Mm. if you guys are up that much, you know, maybe Saquon takes it in. I don't know. So I'm just going to, I can't explain it other than saying I have 23 and a half points. I know what you're saying. It's a lot of points in an NFL game for sure. And it's been a weird year. uh, No question. And I also know what you're saying about Tommy DeVito. He sounds, looks like, and sounds like uh, some dude you would get a corned beef sandwich in after a gig in Hoboken, right? Like, Hey, Tommy DeVito. Nice. Yeah, like he's He'll own like a Hyundai in like Paramus. And right. he'll just have like his thing on the wall going, you know, I played for the Giants one day. Look, I swear <laughs> to God, I swear to God, we went into Dallas. We only lost by 40. <laughs> I can actually see it. And then what are you going to do? As, uh, I, while I have you, like, what do you look forward to as a Giant fan? Like, there's no, like, a number one pit. Like, what are you going to do? Because Daniel Jones is your guy, right? There's a lot of money you parted with. In, in all seriousness, man, this one really hurt because we went nine and eight last year. We won that playoff game in Minnesota, and I thought we actually got better. We got Tay Banks. We got Darren Waller. Mm. Um, I, I really thought that we were going to kind of be either around the same. I was a little worried about the schedule, but um, this sucks. The only thing I could hope for now as a Giant fan is that if we do get a good draft pick, you know, I know Marvin Harrison Jr. is out there. I know that there are some quarterbacks out there. I don't know about Daniel Jones's mm. knee now. The whole thing just sucks. I feel bad for Saquon. It, it's just rough, man. You know, Tommy DeVito to Marvin Harrison Jr. What a hookup that would be. Imagine the, the fantasy. <laughs> uh, everyone would be really going after it for those two. All right. Oh, Seattle, <laughs> six and a half point favorite versus Washington. 45 and a half is the over under. I've been disappointed in Seattle. They did not show up at all against Baltimore. This would seem like a big bounce back position for Geno Smith, but I think it's slightly high and it actually went up. It was six, now six and a half for our purposes. I'm going to take Washington 
plus the points, plus the six and a half. Sam Howell's been pretty good when he's not flat on his back. 44 times he's been sacked. That's the most in the league. He only took four, though, in the last two games, which has allowed them to move the ball. Commanders, four and one against the number in their last five road games. Highest scoring game of the week, I'm going to say, Paul. 34 31. You're going against me again. You're taking well, this is, this is one of my, this is a classic Paul Verzi pick pattern. And here's what it is. And I've always said it. I have a theory. It's called my homecoming theory. And this is what it is. A team that has a winning record that gets a bad loss on the road, coming back home the next week. Uh-huh. I think they cover. They got embarrassed in, in Baltimore. They got beaten up in Baltimore. They look bad. Um, we call him sneaky Pete. We call him sneaky Pete Carroll. Sneaky mm. Pete had the Sneaky Pete did not like it. Geno's Geno Smith. It was the first time I really seen Geno Smith looking unhappy, uncomfortable. They are home now. That place is gonna be loud. When I saw the Bears beat up the commanders like that, I I the commanders stink. I think Sam it's all right, but I, I think that they go in and I think they lose the game by at least ten, the commanders. All right. Your boy Sneaky Pete, Pete though, one and seven against the spread in his last eight November games. He does his Ooh. best rapid fire gum chewing. In September and I guess later in the season. So we'll see if that holds up. All right, Jets, one point favorite at Las Vegas. 36 and a half is the over-under. Big win for the Raiders last week. They're sitting in the locker room. They have Antonio Pierce is their new coach. They to a man hated Josh McDaniels. They're smoking cigars. Uh, I guess they didn't realize they had only just beaten the Giants. And now uh they're underdogs to the Jets. Dogs to both New York teams. And you know what? I'm still taking the Jets. I'm taking the Jets, giving the point here. Big letdown game, I think, for the Raiders. I think they get a couple big defensive plays. The Jets do. They're eighth in the NFL when it comes to their opponent's scoring. They allow less than 20 points a game. Brees Hall goes up against a 31st-ranked run defense. 24-16, J-E-T-S. You're taking, well, I mean, this is pretty good, too. You're getting a touchdown with the Raiders because you're putting it on a teaser. Yeah, so this is a this is a teaser. By the way, Sal, I saw what you did there with the little jab to the Giants. You're a division fan, a, a rival fan. No, no, no. I know. Listen, I, I get it. Anytime you can, right? <laughs> um, yeah, I like the points, and I just like the fact that you know what does suck about professional sports, though. To be honest, the fact that the Raiders needed their coach to be fired to actually turn into a team yeah. and play. Um, but Antonio Pierce, I don't know if you heard the story. He actually told the story to the Raiders about the Giants that beat the Patriots. And Josh McDaniel did not like that. The team obviously did like that. They looked completely rejuvenated. Dude, that Mad Max kid is unbelievable. He's disruptive. He reminds me of of um, of Watt in um, at this yeah. with the Steelers. I think them getting points and they're they're at home. The Jets, st- dude, the Jets just can't. Zach Wilson just can't. The, the defense is incredible. Uh, so I think Vegas needs to hold on to the ball and not turn it over. But the Jets really can't score, and I'm going to take the teaser points. So um, yeah, I love, I love. What what am I getting? I'm getting plus uh, you're getting seven. seven and then yeah. twelve and a half with the Browns. Yeah, Max Crosby leads the league in sacks now. He took the lead over Danelle Hunter um, last week. Yeah, what what about this talk that maybe Aaron Rodgers didn't tear his Achilles? Is that possible? The way he's walking around, man, it seems pretty. It seems like there might have been something around the Achilles, but they could have, like, they could have been. It's a little weird that he's walking around like that because that injury, remember when, um, I know it's a long time ago, but remember when, like, Dominique Wilkins, those guys, it was like, oh, their careers are like, this guy's like like, running around and throwing it and stuff. So I think he's going to be, I will, I will say this. I think he's going to be back late December. Really? I do. I so think he's, and I think he knows it, and I think that's why they keep showing him. I think mm. that's why they seem like he's going to be back this year if they stay in it. But here's the thing: if Crosby gets to Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson makes mistakes when he's when he's blocked for. Right, right. So, yeah, yeah, you're right. This could be a mess. I don't know why. I just think the cigars and the big letdown, and and you're right. They they get up because they had the coach and that. The cigars is your face. The cigars is your face. Oh, thing. that's it. You're right. You're the way right, I have huh? the face thing, you saw the cigars. You're like, <laughs> no, nah, they're too comfortable. I'm all over everyone's vices. You're right. All right. Uh, Monday night, Buffalo and Denver. This went down in my favor because I'm taking Buffalo minus seven. The over-under is 47. I can't believe what I'm seeing with this Bills team. They throttled the Dolphins a month ago. They looked like one of the top three teams, and they fall apart. They looked like crap against the Giants. They lost to the Patriots. Easily could have dropped one against the Bucks, and then bowed down to the Bengals. Denver the other way. They gave up 70 a month ago to Miami, and since then they played the Chiefs tough twice they're two six and one though against the spread in their last nine broncos also zero and seven against the number in the last seven versus the bills 
Buffalo defense is, hasn't been as bad as people think. I think it's a big Josh Allen game. James Cook runs the ball well. 31-17. You like the Bills on a teaser. Look at that. We came together in the end. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah, I like the Bills. I, I like the Bills in a teaser, getting them. So it'll be uh, minus one, right? Yeah. Yeah. So minus one. They're coming off the, the loss. Something is wrong there. I hate to say this. I don't know if it's the coach. The coach seems a little different to me this year. I don't know. Maybe that's just me reading into it. But I mm-hmm. think they bounce back. I think they bounce back. And I think Josh Allen has a big a big day. Um, I'm, I'm really always about when a good team loses the week before. They c- should come back and beat a team that they're better than. And they're clearly better than uh, the Denver Broncos. So I, I like them with the T's. All right, and study Sean Payton's face because you know Paul is definitely going to. Paul, besides watching the Giants lose this weekend, what else do you have coming up? You've got a New Year's show at the Gramercy Theater, right? Yes, I'm performing at the Gramercy Theater Eve, 8 o'clock. So you guys could get in there and you could get out by 10, be in your bed, say you saw a great show. Uh, Also, I'm shooting my next special February 24th at the Den Theater in Chicago. The second show is almost sold out. The first show, I think, is halfway there, but they're both going to sell out. So get in there. I'm doing my new special. And uh, for all other dates, paulverzi.com. Beautiful. And you can follow Paul on X at Paul Verzi and go to his website, paulverzi.com for tour dates. And it's your birthday on Saturday. I'm giving you a bet. And I know you made like 14 just here, but I'm sticking you with your Giants bet. Your Bills Giants teaser, it's on me. So you have to suffer through it. What do you think of that? Oh, I love it, man. Yes, my birthday, Saturday, Veterans Day. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. You got it, Paul. Thanks for being here. Hey, coming up, Ricky Williams will be here. Or I don't know, maybe his head is in an alternate universe. Who knows? He's going to tell us why he doesn't want an apology from anyone, not even me, and what's in store for his Texas Longhorns. All that next on Cousin Sal's Winning Weekend. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. All right, welcome back to Cousin Sal's Winning Weekend. I always look forward to talking with our next guest. He is a Heisman Trophy winner, a former NFL All-Pro, and one could make the case that he's the real most interesting man in the world, the founder of Heisman, a cannabis lifestyle brand. Ricky Williams, thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. I want to talk Heisman with you. First, the award, and then you're a revolutionary product here. You, of course, took home the hardware after a a legendary season for Texas back in 98. It had like 20 seven touchdowns, something insane. Right. So in addition though, to the trophy, you automatically get a vote each year. Is that correct? Yep. Yeah. All the past winners get to vote for the the current Heisman trophy. How seriously do you take this? Are you breaking down film for each of the top candidates or do you, do you treat it like a gender reveal? Is it a big deal in your life? Um, not really. I mean, I, I pay attention and I, and I cherish the vote. I mean, I've been around enough football that, I can watch a game, especially a game that counts and tell you who the best player in the country is. So that's what you do. You primarily focus on the big time games and, uh, and make a determination the there late in the season. Yeah. Caleb Williams, Michael Penix, Bo Nix, JJ McCarthy. They're the front one runners. Uh, have you seen enough of these guys? I've seen a lot of Michael Penix and I've been, I've been impressed. You know, a, a lot of it, most of it is what you do on the field but also some of it has to do with uh, the story. You know, you have to capture the imagination of the media, which has a majority of the votes. Uh, And so I like Michael's story. Uh, I think if Washington can keep winning, I think he's got a real shot. It's a really good story. Uh, Caleb Williams' story seems to be taking a hit, although he's very, very exciting to watch. He's a special talent. You know, I, I saw it. He's playing when he was with Oklahoma. He's played against my Longhorns, and we were up, right. I think, 21 nothing. He came in the game, and I'm backup quarterback, freshman comes in, and we're like, we got this game. You know, I think it's like yeah. fourth and one, and he breaks for like a 50-yard touchdown. So, you know, he's he definitely has an it factor. Um, mm-hmm. And Mahomes has the it factor. It's a little bit different, but but yeah, he's got a lot of upside, and 
And I don't think anyone is going to make the same mistake and pass on Caleb. If the Heisman house was a real thing, which of them, which of the players, Heisman winners, would you want a roommate with? Hmm. So, yeah, I've gotten pretty close with, uh, with Mark Ingram and, Mm -hmm. and I, you know, Mark and I hang out. We could be roommates together. And, and it seems like Johnny Manziel will be a fun roommate. Uh, yeah. I had to pick one more. My buddy, my good buddy Earl, Earl Campbell. That that would be yeah. a great room. Oh, yeah. we got to get that reality show together. And you retired after the 2011 season. I think a lot of people were surprised. That's that Super Bowl in New Orleans, 2010. I think you photographed it, right? Do you have a favorite picture you took from that game? Obviously, playing for Harbaugh and seeing how how important his family was and knowing how big that moment was for him, his first Super Bowl against his brother. It was cool. It was cool. Just that picture from across. Really you got cool one from shot. across the way. I saw in some interviews you picked the Chiefs before the season to win the Super Bowl. Do you still feel that way? Yeah, the Chiefs look good. Right? When you have the best quarterback in the game and you've proven you know how to win and you have an experienced coach, I think anyone who didn't pick the Chiefs is missing something. Absolutely. All right, Heisman, a cannabis lifestyle brand, Ricky Williams. Thanks for being here. Go get some of that wherever it's legal to do that kind of thing. Ricky, thanks for joining us. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for having me. All right. We'll be back to wrap things up on Cousin Sal's winning weekend. If you're looking for plump lips at last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XE and Juvederm Ultra XE, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XE or Juvederm Ultra XE. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions or if you are allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all gel fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit www.juvederm.com. All right, we're almost out of time. I'll thank the guests in a second. They'll have to wait because I have another winning same-game parlay for you. Last week's paid over 4-1 to one odds. This one about the same. Chargers, Lions, and I'm adjusting these lines like an overzealous chiropractor. Let's start with Detroit plus 7.5. The over 38.5. Rookie phenom Jameer Gibbs to score a touchdown and Jared Goff in his homecoming to throw for more than 274 yards. Put that in at Fandle and tell them your pal Sal sent you. Hey, I want to thank comedian Paul Verzi. I want to thank Ricky Williams. And I want to remind everyone out there, you may feel like underdogs, but please remember, you're all my favorites. See you next week. Thank you